All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you for that illustrious intro uh, from Lando Laurel. Always love that intro. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez, of course. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And this week we have a special guest, uh, my friend Jojo. Say hi, Jojo. Hello. Hey. All right. Well, we're happy. We're happy to have a female voice on the show this week, uh, just to break up the Woo-hoo. testosterone a little bit. Yeah, it's Woo-hoo. been it's yeah. been more than a while since we've had a female voice, and it's been sourly missed. So it's been a sausage fest <laughs> up in this piece, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're finally switching it up. And speaking of switching it up. Oh, Jesus Christ, this guy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, Dude, it, it's a podcast. They can't see what I you know, just did. I know, they can't see me. <laughs> it doesn't mean I still can't wear it and look good. Mm. He gotta look fly. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but uh, this week... We are discussing uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, And, yeah. um, (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, we're discussing Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, We all watched it. We have opinions. uh, And, yeah, and I'm... I I'm really itching to hear from both of you guys and your your takes on it. Um, Ernesto, question to you: First impression, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, the long awaited sequel to the original Wonder <laughs> Woman, right? That yes. we were all kind of like Wonder Woman is was one of the highlights, I think, of the entire DC oeuvre, right? The uh, that's the, right. The DC EU, the cinematic universe. And um, I, I such was such as it is. Yeah, <laughs> such as it is. And given the pandemic, it was given a really uh, 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 kind of a uh, a different type of release, which was released to HBO Max mm-hmm. uh, simultaneously with theaters, which is to be expected given this time of uh, pandemic. So uh, we all watched it from our homes. Ernesto, what was your first impression of Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? Well, I mean, given that we've all been shut in for the last uh, 10 plus months and hearing uh, about the potential release of Wonder Woman 1984 for so long, uh, will they release it? Won't they release it? What's the world situation? There was like this additional built in anticipation for the movie. Right. And then when they finally announced that they'd be releasing it Christmas Day, on uh, streaming platforms as well as in theaters. It, it was, you know, super exciting. It was like, finally, in the year of 2020, such as it was, um, 
we are getting a superhero film, a bona fide superhero film. And these are my initial impressions. <clears throat> On the plus side, you know, right, it's, a okay, pop, okay. it's a popcorn movie, right? Right, right, you of know, course. There's action, there's special effects, you know, there's... Uh, punching. There, there's punching, you know, there are thighs, there are all sorts of things. <laughs> um, and then once the initial uh, rush <laughs> kind of wore off, um, as you're going into the film, you start. To, I started to notice some of the uh, holes, some of the shortcomings of the film. Now, this by no means uh, diminished my attention to the film. Like I said, there's a lot of uh, visual candy in the film. Um, but visual candy does not a great film make and you can ask the makers of tron legacy about that um i'm still i'm still upset about them for that jojo have you ever seen tron legacy no don't don't it's bother. uh it's <laughs> it's it's beautiful garbage put it that way it's beautiful garbage um oh, wow. so anyway uh wonder woman 1984 uh, strong popcorn showing but Many small details, which we're going to get into during the show, that kind of made this a single watch movie for me personally. Agreed. Uh, and uh, I, like I said, I have my own opinions on that. But first, I want to hear from JoJo. What did you think of WW84? What was your first impression? I liked it. Yeah. But like he said, it was missing... It was missing a lot, I think. Okay. All right. Um, you want to go into a little bit of like uh, what you thought it was missing or? Uh, more fighting. Okay. Course. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> there was, to me, I definitely felt that there was a lack of action in this movie, uh, yeah. which is a superhero movie. So I was kind of like really waiting around for like, action to take place and mm -hmm. to fill in the the pacing gaps and then i realized that no this is the 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 movie the movie's pace is kind of like very oddly it's oddly slow it like drags in the middle mm -hmm. and uh yeah i i just couldn't uh i i couldn't it made the the problems i had with it more obvious to me I, I don't know, um, and uh, you know, I don't want to step on anything that you wanted to to, to add to this, but um, I just felt that uh, the movie sets up an intro, right? It's about like, oh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, young Di young Princess Diana is cheating at an Olympic type of marathon, Amazonian marathon game. Um, she takes the easy way, like she she does all these cool things, and I was like, yeah, awesome, superheroes, yeah, they're back, mm -hmm. baby. Um, and then she takes this little like this little slide, and she cuts across this this race, and um, she's reprimanded by Hippolyta, uh, and uh, played by uh, what's her name, uh, Robin Wright Penn, not Robin Wright Penn. That's she hasn't been Robin Wright Penn for a while. Uh, she, played by Robin Wright. Um, and she's ba basically told, like, no, you can't take shortcuts. 
And then the movie never gets back to that point. Like, <laughs> never brings that up again. It was like the opening to fucking uh, Ernesto. To me, it was like the opening of a serious man. It was like, uh, wait, how does how does how does this connect with anything? Like, do they? Yeah. <laughs> is this supposed to be a tone thing? Because, uh, um, uh, and, and it just it just never circled back because uh, the whole movie ends up being kind of about uh, how we make wishes. <laughs> you know well i guess they were trying to say that wishes in wonder woman 1984 are equal to cheating but i have i have a very specific thought on that um so <laughs> just to start delving into some of the uh the fucked up background scenarios of which there are many in this film um when it comes down to wishes, obviously they stress the point that a lot of people in the film, especially, uh, by the way, Jojo, we tend to jump around when we do movie reviews. So uh, we're not, you, you notice, okay. She's a fan, fan of, the of the show. show. She knows. She's a fan. <laughs> she knows. But um, when, when uh, many other people had the opportunity to make a wish within this film, uh, there is a story device slash artifact that allows wishes to come true that were uh, essentially being controlled by our boy, um, the Mandalorian. Why can't I remember his name? Pedro Pascal. Uh, <laughs> say that again? Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he, uh, the snack. he essentially uh, got hold of this power and was able to grant wishes. Anyway, when he opened uh, that ability up to many more people, essentially the world. Uh, we were shown within the film that people wished for selfish things, right? So that's the context of the film. However, in the reality of what the film is, because we do know there are you know, good people within this context as well, like mainly uh, Wonder Woman herself, um, you got to think about the other wishes that happened in the world, sort of like, you know, people wishing to be cured of diseases or for, for their, um, for whatever other horrible situation uh, might've been going on in their life. So the film specifically chose not to show those people because they desperately needed to make the point that wishes are cheating. And it's just like, that, that's that's not what it is. I mean, I know you're trying to tie it back to the whole, you know, uh, baby Princess Diana cheating during her childhood and learning a lesson, but it it kind of breaks down really quickly, don't you guys think? Uh, I don't know. I I felt yeah. like yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Go on. Go ahead, Jojo. If you wanted to add something to it. No, I mean, I just think that it it was off. It was right. off. Right. Um, I, I I also felt like the the like I, I just thought that um uh Wonder Woman, uh, you know, Diana was gonna take the easy way out to to fixing something. Uh mm -hmm. to to like maybe uh uh fighting um or or trying to uh use the wish to bring something else about. 
maybe to to get uh, the Amazons uh, like back into society or something like that. <laughs> you know, just something something good. Uh, and then you know, it, it basically, uh, and, and then it would come back to bite her in the ass, but. I just felt like her her whole like her whole wish fulfillment thing to me it's counterintuitive to uh the feminist message that um Wonder Woman started out with right it's like mm. you know um in the in the beginning it was in the first Wonder Woman it's all about like you know uh she is you know she's this powerful superhero who um, is basically like, you know, I'm not going to like let any man have to fight my battles for me kind of, you know, kind of figure. Um, she's like outspoken. She's just like the introduction of femininity into this overarching patriarchal society around her and then how men have trouble dealing with that. And then, um, you know, in the sequel, she wishes for her man back. You know, and it's like, she's like, I want some dick. And then, like, some 40 year old D. Oh and I'm God. like, what happened to all the fucking. What happened you to You read my the... mind. Yeah. It's but like... th thank you for saying it. <laughs> that should have been. That should have been the subline to the movie Wonder Woman 1984. I want some dick, you know, but she. But you're right. You, you you totally hit it on the head. I mean, when you really think about her relationship to, uh, um, what's Steve. what's that, Steve? Thank you. Um, see, this is this is betraying how much I care about this film. I can't remember anybody's <laughs> name. Um, when you really think about it, in the first movie, they knew each other for a few days. Yeah. Um, they slept together. I don't know once, twice, and then he died, and. That was during World, World War II. Fast forward to 1984, you know, that's 50, 60 years, um, no, closer to 50 years of time. It's like, hun, you know, move on. Like there are other, there are other men in this world, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Amazons just fall in love different. What, were you, what are your thoughts, Jojo? As a woman, it's pretty uh -huh. hard to just like move on okay. like i kind of oh. understood where she was coming from okay oh. you know she didn't want to let him go because that love that she has for him is hard to just be like all right so well you go you're you're dead i'm just gonna move on it's it's not that easy yeah but so it's like 40 I, years I felt that when she was crying <laughs> really okay she didn't want to let him go listen i almost cried too really? oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to fight you. I'm sorry. I'm not... I don't like the lovey-dovey stuff, but I felt it. Uh, I'm not going to fight you on that, but still like 40 years, <laughs> like you got to sandwich in like a little bit and it's not, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just felt like it was, it was kind of a, a turnaround from where the first movie started, where it was just like, you know, I don't need any man to dictate to dictate how I'm going to live my life and any like I'm not going to let anybody dictate. And then all of a sudden she's just like, oh, yes, my old dick is bad. You know, dust it off. And 
<laughs> in a new body, which oh is God. even more problematic. Uh, did you guys? Uh, what did you guys think of him showing up? Because this is a this is a thing that has been discussed a lot. Um, where uh, Steve Trevor, she doesn't just wish him back. Like he doesn't just come back in into his his old body. Like he doesn't come back. He his his mind possesses the mind of another dude. Um, <laughs> that was crazy. That was weird, right? Like, is yeah. that just like, because that guy had a whole, like, I couldn't, I couldn't not <laughs> think about I, my, the whole time. I'm just like, does this guy have friends? Does he have a sister? Does he have family? Like, does he live with someone? Yeah. Well, he didn't, obviously he didn't live with anybody. I mean, we saw his apartment yeah. and dude was like, dude, dude was, I think he it looked like he was bottoming out. Um, he was like, you know, <laughs> he's going to therapy every other week and trying to get his life together and trying to strip, you know, his place was a mess. His refrigerator was empty. Um, and then all of a sudden he gets possessed by the spirit of, uh, this dude, a world war two veteran, a world war, <laughs> a, a world war one veteran, not even world war two. Oh shit. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wow. How how did I miss this detail? Wonder uh, the first Wonder Woman movie took place during World War One. Yes. Okay, so this 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 adds more fuel to the fire of my pre of my uh, previous point. So it's been more than fifty years since they hooked up. Um, I would say probably closer to sixty years, if not more. And she's and she's still. Could look, Jojo. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't want to. I don't want to step on your prior point. You know, in regards to feeling love and not being able to let it go. But after five days, hey, I mean, women love different than men. It's true. It's true. That or he must be swinging one hell of a yeah, hammer. Let's put it that like, way. Like Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that she made the... a, that makes a difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes a very big difference. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you heard it here first, yeah. folks. <laughs> <laughs> Let Let's remind the listeners that you can listen to us on Spotify and Google Podcasts and uh, download the Radio Free Brooklyn app. Anyways. Um, Back to the point of the big swinging dick. Okay, so he's but he's in a different body. So so is it like maybe I don't know. It, it, I I think it's really weird because um, I mean I've I've stressed this point to Ernesto before. So um, is this movie saying like it's fine if an Amazonian uh princess um basically has non-consensual sex with a with a person who's more or less in a coma for two weeks yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I think so I, I think i think that's what that <clears throat> i think that's what this movie is trying to say it's it's uh um they use of course the more flowery language of love conquers all but um, love doesn't conquer what is essentially rape. So right. this is, uh, 
that's a real deep dilemma that, that I can't believe none of the uh, producers of the show and the director either either overlooked or just chose to be like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Nobody will pay attention. Yeah, who gives a shit, right? A lot of people paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I feel like, uh, like people like us, where we're just like, we we can't not scrutinize pop culture to the point where we're just like, what what's the matter with you? It's a fun adventure romp with a woman in tights, you know, jumping around the world and and swinging off of lightning bolts from her lasso of truth, and then she makes an invisible jet, um, which I thought was really oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh. Like all of a sudden, just like out of nowhere, they're just like, "No, I know magic," and I'm just like, "When? When did this happen?" Right? That part, that part hurts so bad. Like she, they're trying to get away. First of all, they go to steal this jet. Everything about that scene was wrong. Uh, Steve is just like, "Hey, I want to fly one of those planes." It's just like, "I'm a pilot. I could do it." It's like the last time you flew. All planes had propellers on them. This is a jet. So they go to a museum where, for some reason, the jet is fully functional and fueled. I don't think they do that in real life. They don't keep active uh, uh, military like ordnance and vehicles like fully functional. So they get in this jet. He's just like, yeah, I'll just fly it. They're trying to get away. And suddenly, just like Pavel was saying, she reveals this new ability. She can make things invisible. And they gave us absolutely no precursor. To no this. lead up if to they it. could, If they could have just shoved it into the whole, um, like at the beginning when she was a kid, and if she made something invisible to cheat, it would have been like, oh, okay, well, you know, yeah. she was... She was maybe she was born with it, maybe it's Maybelline. But it's <laughs> it's it would have at least somehow foreshadowed like, oh, this is gonna be a thing later, but mm, no, it just came. It never, I mean, what, never comes Jojo, what did you think of that part when she was just like, Oh, I'm gonna I was mind blown, like, okay, since when? <laughs> 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 it was cool, but like you said, they should have added that when she was younger, when they showed the part when she was younger. Yeah, mm. agreed. Um, instead of setting up that whole thing where it's just like, how does this relate to the, everything else? Anyway. Right. Um, yeah. So another thing about this movie that I was like, okay, this is fucking nuts, right? The more I thought about it, the more I was just like, how is this still a thing in 2020? So – uh, let's talk about how this movie addresses race. Um, oh boy. So, um, with the Arab character, uh, uh, when they go to Cairo and they meet that guy and they're, you know, and Pedro Pascal is like, what's your wish? You know, uh, because, uh, he's the living embodiment of the monkey's paw, right? So, right. um, and he's high on wish cocaine. Like how that's his thing. <laughs> like every time he, they make a wish, he fucking gets wish cocaine out. He's like on that fucking perico. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, really? You're going to make like a Latin dude, like fucking a, like a Coke addict without saying like you're going around the, like, I'm just like, 
again in 2020 this is still a thing anyway um with the arab dude I'm, I'm i'm just happy they didn't give him a um an al, Pe- al pacino slash scarface type accent you know like at least he didn't go that hard you know no 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 uh, we'll talk but we'll get to pedro pascal's performance in a little bit um, oh yeah but uh but with regards to uh that arab uh the oil tycoon right that he was making a deal with he's like i want all your oil fields what do you want in return like what do you want in return what's your wish and the guy was like you know, uh, I want to make this highly stereotypical wish of like all my people come back and have the walls and kick out all the infidels. And I'm just like, really, really, oh. you're going to team America, this dude. Um, mm. You're going to fucking team America, this guy, like into this, this stereotype of like the evil Arab dude, you know, I'm like. Come on, movie. You started out so strong. Like, it started out so good with that opening fight scene in the mall and the little girl going, yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, Durka Durka, you know, Muhammad yeah. Jihad. And I was like, oh my God, guys, really? Really? So, um,. What did you think about that, you guys? Like, where are where did that? Were you starting to feel like that weird uh, tingle, you know, that spider tingle in the back of your head that was like, "This is kind of wrong. This is a little weird." Yeah, I was, um, I was very uncomfortable. I, I felt like I, I should, I should report this movie to somebody. I should, you know. <laughs> Is is the ACLU watching this? Because I think we have a case uh, somewhere. Oh but uh, it they they you, you know what I think they were going for, but they obviously didn't pull off. They wanted to lean in heavy on the whole "it's the '80s" kind oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. aesthetic, you know. And in the '80s, everything, both in real life and in cinema, was kind of fucked up. It was just like we operate completely off of stereotypes. We have no level of wokeness at this point, um, unless you are extremely hardcore and well-read, unless you're actually like um, James Baldwin walking around, you probably don't have a sense of what actually is going on and what justice is. So I think they tried to apply that to the character, to the characters to try to up the whole shtick, like the whole, you know, high on cocaine wishing kind of thing. It's like, Hey, it's, it's a Latino. He's got to be. Yeah, he's he's got to be this be and that. Latino. You know, it's like, oh, we got an Arab. Let's do this and that. And women, you know, they've got nothing but, you know, teased hair. And uh, let's not give them actual personal and professional aspirations. Let's make their entire storylines revolve around men. Yeah. Yeah. Um. With regards to what that point that you just made, Ernesto, that just brings me to let's go to Cheetah, right? Oof. Uh, Cheetah, um, who, uh, how how best to? I know we've talked about this at at length off the pot, like off the podcast, but um, that moment where she starts uh, kicking the shit out of her would be rapist. After he tries to rape her for the second time, um, 
And then the movie, like the movie's music establishes like, no, this is a bad thing. Like the movie's music gets like, like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just like, wait, no, my mind is telling me that this is a good thing, right? She's, this guy's a scumbag. He deserves to be uh, given the, the boot. And, but the music is like, dun, 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 you know, her turn to evil. <laughs> I'm just I, like, uh... this dude tried to rape her twice. He tried to sexually assault her twice. Like, why, why is the movie telling us that this is a bad thing? And then the, 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 the dude at the end, the, the black guy who is homeless, the homeless black guy. Um, mm-hmm at the end uh, who was like uh you know what's her name again i forget her name uh, barbara barbara right uh barbara <laughs> what are you doing you know um <laughs> I, I i was like what is this movie trying to say what is this movie tr- what is this movie saying there's so many things that i feel like are wrong with this whole entire moment that scene that scene was fucking offensive. Like, like you said, this is the second time this guy uh, is trying to rape her. And at this point, she is expressing her power, the power that she wished for. And she kicks his ass. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, she broke several things inside of his body. But the way the music was uh, formatted at that moment to signal to us, that you know, like no, this is an abuse of power. I was just like, we haven't chastised this guy like enough in this film, but the problem is her. And to drive the point home, like Pavel said before, earlier in the film, the homeless black guy was established as the virtue signal for the character of Barbara before she got her power. Because she, you know, she brought him some leftovers while he was sleeping on a bench in the park and this was to establish like oh you know she's got a good soul like she has a hard time in life but she still finds time to help others and and he showed his appreciation for her so that later in the film when she beats up her rapist or her attempted rapist uh, i should say um he looks at her with this look of judgment like how could you beat up this man he all he was trying to do was rape you. You know, it's like, it's like this, this movie doesn't know what it's trying to say. Yeah. Um, so what did you think about that? Jojo Were were you like, where was, was that, did that scene hit different for you? Were late? Where did you see it as like, wait, what's going on? Like, did you, did you notice that same thing or. Now that you guys mentioned it. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute. Like, at first, I was rooting for her because she kicked his ass. Right, right. Yeah. And then I'm like, but wait a minute. Before she wished for, you know, the powers, she was like this vulnerable, geeky girl. You know, no guy would look at her. She would wish that other guys would, like, look at her. And Mm. here comes this this guy from the street like harassing her and i'm just like ill <laughs> right <laughs> um oh, oh, I, it, oh go ahead go ahead i don't know i i, I was just like dumbfounded like really 
Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, also, like, uh, you know, we, we know that she gets better and more confident because she can walk in heels. Oh, mm. God. <laughs> exactly. Like, really? Um, it's like, oh, now now I'm actually a woman because I can walk woman. in these these hellish things. Um, Six inch heels. Like, really? Yeah. You need mm. confidence to wear heels uh, uh yeah i don't i i again uh, like i just don't understand why the movie had to lean into those stereotypes like uh it's like um it's the 80s so women in heels right guys it's like uh, i feel like you had so much more to say in that first movie right mm-hmm. um it- but uh, but Pavel, yeah, just to touch back on the Arab character, right? Uh, mm-hmm. One more time. Um, did you feel that? Uh, I mean, besides the cringe factor of of his wish and it being manifested, did you feel like the movie? And this question also goes to you, Jojo. The uh, the construction of this wall, which is which in itself in-universe of the movie is problematic, but in our universe, in our reality, is super problematic uh, in regards to building a wall to keep people out. And then the depiction of the people that were being kept out starting to suffer. Like, people were literally, they literally had no water to drink in this movie, and they showed us that. Um, How did you feel about about that insertion of... uh, uh, kind of like current day situation into this movie. Like, are you trying to relate? Like I, I, I thought for a second, I was like, how are they trying? I, I don't understand their logic. Are they trying to relate it to Trumpism? Like, are they trying to mm. be like, make, make yeah. Cairo great again? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. And um, I, I just felt like it was so mixed up. Like, this movie is a movie, like, if it was a person, uh, they'd be going through, like, an emotional breakdown. Like, they're just like, oh, I just want to be happy, but I don't know how to be. And then you're just, like, trying to talk them out of it. And then they're just like, they're just like, I'll never, I'll never love again. You know, and you're just like, calm down. Like, dude, calm down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Let the record show that Johanna did the slap slap sound. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't understand the point that it was making when it did that with the, uh, with, uh, the, the Egyptian, with the Egyptian dude. Um, Played by this dude, uh, the he, he's um, he's on the show Rami, which I think is one of the best shows uh, ever on Hulu. Um, but yeah, so uh, what else was I gonna say? So yeah, we covered Cheetah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, the action in this movie, or lack thereof. Like when it does happen, um. Let's talk about that final fight uh, with uh, Cheetah. She's in the gold armor, mm-hmm. you know. She uh, she ad- she got this armor from Hestia, 
So it's it's renowned, um, and she goes toe to toe with uh, Cheetah, which it, the the CG that's where the CG budget kind of tanked. Um, they ran out of money, and then they were just like, "Let's just make this fight at night." Um, and uh, this fight with the armor was. Like, why even have armor, right? Mm. Why even build it up? Why even say that it's this renowned armor if the armor bends, like, as soon as you start the fight? Uh, it's for merchandise sales. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but, and then um, when... Uh, they fight underwater. Are they trying to say that, like, like I didn't understand the mechanics of how uh, Diana beat uh, Barbara. Uh, like, right? like the the like the electricity, like the electrical cord hit the water, and then uh, like Cheetah got she got electrocuted, but not Diana. And not be- Diana. But why? Why? Because because armor, plot armor. <laughs> but the armor should conduct more. Like Diana should have like at least shown that she was in as much pain as uh, Barbara was, and that didn't. It, it, uh, I, oh, it's. I. It's. But it's it's magic gold armor. That's what you're forgetting. Yeah. So I mean, if. I think about it this way. It's from, uh, you know, it's from the Amazon island, right? Uh, uh, De Mascara, right? And uh, look, anything <laughs> from that island does not conform to physics if it doesn't fucking feel like it. Right. Uh, for example, Wonder Woman was swinging from lightning uh, during this film and not a single hair on her head was tinged, you know, yeah, right? No. Uh, or si- or singed. Pardon me. So uh, wearing a full metal outfit underwater and then applying electricity, <laughs> nothing. <to laughs> you know, what? Whatever. You know. <laughs> I yeah. Like, I, you can't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm the star of the show. You can't kill me. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't set up any kind of like rules, like the whole making the plane invisible. Like that was, that came out of nowhere. The whole, yeah. like, yeah. this armor will protect me from electric, like high electricity. Um, that's never set up. So that's why I was like, geez, they couldn't just have like, uh, uh, uh diana like be better at fighting than cheetah like they just had to like have her i just it's just it felt so cheap i'm sorry what she got her ass kicked yeah she did i mean i guess they were for once right i mean i guess they were trying to to tie up in a bow the aspect of if you make a wish you have to give up something in return that you hadn't anticipated to give up. So 
It was established earlier in the film that Wonder Woman was losing her powers. So in order to even the playing field, uh, she had to uh, go get this ancient armor, which was also magic, to make things fair with Cheetah. I guess, like, this this movie's a mess. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's it uses it uses Saturday morning uh, logic from the eighties and then applies it to a, a feature length film. You know, this is this you could have gotten away with this in a twenty two twenty four minute cartoon, maybe. Right, right. You know? And plus, they made Wonder Woman seem more vulnerable than as opposed mm. to like her first movie. Right, right. Mm. But then it's 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 because she wished for uh her Steve, man. yeah, she wished for her man which wasn't really her man. Um and then uh <laughs> that she started losing her powers but um didn't really lose her power. I mean, she kind of still <laughs> had her power. She lost a little bit. So she was working at like 70% and like bullets yeah. can hurt her. I'm like, yeah. Bullets hurt. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, she's an she's a trained Amazonian. Like, how is she not like a dad? Like, I just I don't understand why I, it felt like they dumbed down her character. Um, they did. Yeah, they really did. They really did, and it was all. I guess it, it was all to justify her wish to a certain extent, which in itself. Mm-hmm didn't make much sense i mean just (laughs) nothing about this movie makes sense but in regards to her wish why did steve have to occupy this guy's body when later in the film we see that a a a wall that's thousands and thousands of miles long just manifests out of nowhere you're telling me that this wish couldn't have made steve's body again from you know from the ground or you know something biblical you know from dust to dust or whatever and that way we don't have the problem of uh non-consensual <laughs> but possession but I, I wonder if if diana that makes me think that diana purposefully wished that she was like i want my man but i don't want to like look at his face like i want a different <laughs> face <laughs> Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> it's like I want my man, but can you make him like look good this time? Yeah, can you or, make you him know? handsomer? Like, can you make him more a little bit like, younger? Yeah, a little maybe. younger, more spry. Like, give him the works. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> you're not a superhero. You're a monster. Um, <laughs> All right, finally, let's touch on Pedro, like the only saving grace of this movie, I thought, in my opinion. I don't know if you guys thought the same thing, uh, but I think Pedro Pascal knocked it out. Like, Mando knocked it out of the park in this role. Um, Agreed. I think he was just like, so people haven't seen my face in about a year. It's time to show them what I can do, you know, razzle-dazzle. And I think he knocked it out of the fucking park with a with a character who's who who is both a stereotype and like his 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 motivations are biz- like 
the wish cocaine aspect of it, I couldn't get past it. Because every time <laughs> he somebody made a wish with him, he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jace. Oh, Jace. I expected him. At... <laughs> yes. Exactly. I'm like, God damn. Okay. He was busting capillaries and everything. Yeah. yeah. Please judge it. I thought his, I'm sorry. I thought his eyeball was going to like pop out like the cartoons and stuff like that. I was waiting for that. Uh, I, I was, I, I had a similar feeling. I was just like, is his, are, is he going to start decomposing? Like, are we going to see mm-hmm. him like towards the end, just like start falling apart? Like, like, uh, yeah, just, I, I, I didn't know what direction they were headed. And he was just like, no, I need to make more wishes so the party could keep going, man. And I was like, <laughs> I feel at some point he was just gonna he was just gonna be sitting in a big chair and be like in America first you get the wishes, then you get the power, then you get the women. He was he was so over the top, but he but he knew he read that script. He was just like, Okay, this is just a paycheck. I'm just gonna go full fucking eighties stereotype and just knock it out the park. Like this is this is an acting exercise for me. That's what Pedro Pascal did. And I appreciate everything he did. Um, the thing is, he was so crazy and over the top that people were actually asking. They were just like, did like the producers and the directors, like, did you mean to make basically Trump, but in the 80s? And Gal Gadot had, had to actually, you know, release a statement and be like, no, that was a coincidence, you know? Okay. Right, you know, yeah, sure. sure. But um, Pedro Pascal, he he just showed how um, when you're when you're dealing with this genre of film, you know, it's like okay, we're gonna go to the 1980s, we're gonna go stereotypes. Um, it's just like don't take this movie seriously, you know. And if it wasn't for him, this movie would be uh, completely unwatchable. Yeah. There's a moment. He did good. <laughs> he did. I I agree. He did good. Uh, even though the I... hair was a little weird for me. Um, the the what? The his hair is like super, like quaffed. It's just like yeah, the 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 wave. Um, uh, I was just like, uh, uh, I I was a little like uh, he. I I thought he looked really weird, but then his performance made. I was just like, oh, this dude's got charisma to spare. You know, mm. um, but there's this moment in the movie where like they're just like, uh, you know, uh, all I wanted to was to uh, start my own company and uh, um, like I wanted to start my own company. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, ha- I ate tamales when I was a little boy, like and then people told me I was weird. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! Like, hey, you buddy, had him just... eating tamales like like how much of a step? Like they had him, <laughs> they they basically made him like the poor uh, little kid from that Simpsons episode. He was like Peppy from Rumpy uh, 
from that Simpsons episode where Homer goes to like visit the orphanage, um, and he becomes like a a, a bigger brother because he's jealous of Bart. Um, right. And he gets that little boy who's just like, uh, he's like, I love you, Pepsi. It's, and the, the kid's like, it's Peppy. And he's like, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> With Pedro Pascal's whole thing, uh, I think his, he really rose above, like, like you, you guys have said, uh, he really rose above the material. Um, I just felt that, um, God, it, th- this character is so weird. Um, to make like, to make a Latino man, like, coked out for most of the movie, is really odd. Is it, and to make him like, to make him like, uh, uh, I I don't know. There was this weird moment with Barbara, where you know he comes over, he comes to the museum. And that's where I noticed the accent right away. Uh, it's, it's like, hey, you know, I'm not just Max- Maxwell Lord. What is it? It's like M- Maxwell Lorenzano, you know. And um, <laughs> and then uh, and then she's like, she gives him like this weird like. There's this exchange between them where it felt very stereotypical. Oh, a Latin man, you know. Um, and she, she, he basically laid it on her to get like this this coke crystal <laughs> <laughs> like guys did you, did you like oh, do you, yeah. am i am i crazy am i reaching am i reaching cuz i feel like like did you guys of, did you feel that way too or i did first of all i believe in the 80s uh, crystallized coke was called crack right, first right. of all so <laughs> yeah. that's that that was the uh, that was the epidemic that right. they alluded to in this movie. Right. Um, but no, they leaned in heavily on the whole, hey, I am a Latin man and you are a white woman, so therefore I am going to seduce you to get what I want. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and this movie did it without any fucking shame. It's just like, for God's sakes, you know, like pull your pants up. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it in your pants. <laughs> I, I see. I'm sorry, Jojo. I see you it, keep shaking it, it your head. It was just mind blowing. Just like you said, nobody wishes for world peace. Right. It was either I wish for a million dollars, I wish to be famous, I wish for more nuclear weapons and this and the third. I'm like, holy shit, like what the hell? Would you what would you have wished for? Jojo. Peace. Yeah? Really? <laughs> peace and a we little like it. peace in like a mansion in the hills or yeah, why not? <laughs> Peace, love, with a little bit of whiskey on the yeah, side. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I want a golden house. That's what I would wish <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just something really weird. Uh, what would you have wished for, uh, E? Infinity Gauntlet. I just kind of have these, this feeling about there being too much life in the universe, so I want to oh, do something about it. Gotcha. But, but back to the movie, I think that uh, the whole... <laughs> Thank you for uh, um, not bringing attention to my uh, homicidal tendency. Right, no, 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 of course not. Uh, 
<laughs> but but back to the this movie not making sense. My theory is is that it's it what happened in the movie didn't actually happen. This was the fevered coma dream of the man that Steve was possessing, and he was his consciousness was trying desperately to survive and made this whole concoction of like scenarios that didn't work with each other. Um, his body could tell that it was being traumatized by being taken advantage of, but he couldn't put it all together. So, you know, he, he just created this crazy situation. And then by the end, you know, I don't know. I don't know whether he survived or not uh, with that whole flirting with uh, Wonder Woman and it's Christmas and it's snowing. I don't know. But that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Oh, my God, dude. You just fucking blew my mind. Because I'm just like, like this movie could have such a darker tone to it where it's just the PTSD dream of a dude who was sexually assaulted by Amazon and is trying to cope with it by saying, I wish that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Jojo, for joining us on this show you're welcome thank uh, you for having me uh, it was a pleasure pleasure come by the show anytime you want um and that about wraps it up so uh from both of us here i'm pablo morale martinez and i'm ernesto mancibo with special guest jojo <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh sorry i stepped on i stepped on your lines there a little bit um, but it'll it'll all come out in the editing. Uh, so from both of us here, uh, well, oh God, look at me. I'm I'm turning into Wonder Woman 1984 right now. Like, oh, that was messed up. So while you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. Of a ram with crows in his hand and won't stop rocking till he clocked on a gazillion grand. Tilling the wasteland sands, wraps on backs of treasure maps, stacks to the ceiling fan. He rests on his ashes, ask him after 10 miles of his galashes, smashes, stashes. Chip on his shoulder with a slip on holster, a clip, a folder, and his grip on a boulder bolster. They supposed to know the show with his aura glow. Get from out the road when he get dough was horrible. Time is money, spend way, save, invest a fest. The 10 case of cave a chicken chest S. Yes, y'all are double get your trickles. The best ball is pitching and rub to get a nickels. But tut tut, he about to change the price again and go up each time he blow up like hydrogen. Villain here, album thrilling in fear. It won't stop top bill until he a gazillionaire grilling stare. Yeah, your boy had drama. Got him on the mental plane, avoided bad karma. One solar in brand skin had a nigga joke. Plus a brand new chrome smoker with the triggers broke. I thought I told him fire and pins were separate. He find out later when he tries to go and rep it. Took a Jehovah money for an Arabic Torah. Charged in advance to translate it and ignore the sorta. One monkey don't stop no slaughter. A junkie wanna cop a quarter ton run for the border. Know the drill, it ain't worth the overkill. Flow skill, still, there's no drill. Fill a billion 10k bills in this pillar. Villain when it gets realer, split the skriller with. Villa, Villa, mix, mix, mix. Do a deal for kicks and get rich quick. Sketch lyric that's about a nick on some thick. Ick from the drumstick, come with the dumb stick. Sick, slick, hidden in a book. The only way they find it if it's spitting in a hook. Listen, don't look now, keep walking. 
Traded three beans for this cow. Cheap talking, hawkman, stalking here that we hawking often. Coughing to a coffin, might as well scoff the pork then. He's like war. Some say stronger though. Off the top, Jay Strongbow. Play along, bro. Wear a mask like yo off the gong show. Flow slow as Mongo. Don Juan Thong Pro. For your info, when he's not practicing Jim Crow. Or actress in some nympho bimbo. He's playing Ray J the old tape. Doing well, what can I say? Like JJ in a gold cape. Fill it to the rim like Grim. Villain and you won't find him in no gym. Probably a foggy bog with the frogs with a dot on a guard as he squat on a log. Half cocked and half baked. Used to keep a full stock of work, half rocked and half shaped. My mistake, sign a track agreement for more cheese than lines and cracks in the cement. In any event, it's fake like wrestling. Get him like Jake the Snake on mescalins. <clears throat> Elixir for the dry throat, tried to hit the high note Villain since a itsy bitsy's eye go by remote Sending the meat wagon, bragging MCs packed in with their feet dragging These stats are staggering, had his PhD in indiscreet street haggling Villain, his agenda is clear, ending this year with dividends to spear here It's not meant for the seeing, went through the ceiling after entering his center being A new meaning to sales through the roof, guaranteed raw and source truth is truth proof it's the return of the tramp We'll do a duet jam when Ernest goes to camp For the right urn, nah I mean like burn We need some more oil for the machines to burn Learn, Jiminy Crickets He gets lucky like winning free tickets off sickly lyrics One man's waste is another man's soap Sons fan base know the brother man's dope A real weirdo with a bug rear flow And the way his hair grow was ugly as a scarecrow He was a mask so the charms won't grab On a rooftop with a large stone slab Heads up, talk white and thought niggerish Refused to walk tight and got his off the vigorous Black licorice and equally as yucky How he handled the money was strictly damn stucky Monkey hustle, man on fire Later for the date, then the hadron collider It costs more, it be seeming like a style Doom leave the competition steaming like a pile Smile, sparkling jewels In effect like alternate side of the street parking rules Fools, the roach was never dead Live for a week, then dehydrate with a severed head Instead, it was depicted as flicked Split the witch's lit We have got to try to find Doom Good luck!